Dream Infringement is a super squad of four friends. Adara, Bobby, Jennifer, and me, Emily. We enjoy telling stories and playing songs based on a weekly theme. Woo! Yeah! Woo, yeah! So usually it's four, but tonight it's just two because... Yep. Us stream infringers, the end of 2018 is proving to be a little difficult on us. I mean, it's we're not that close to the end, are we? I don't know. I'm ready for it to be over. <laughs> we only have two months, right? I guess so, yeah. When you look at it like that, <laughs> it seems close to the end. Um, you, Jennifer has a yeah. medical mystery happening, although yeah. she feels like she's found out what's she, wrong. I think she found the Rogue Valley's uh, version of Dr. House. Maybe. Yeah. I wonder if he has a cane. I think it, she just Googled her symptoms. Oh. But, um. Oh, the, yeah. Hopefully it will be rectified soon because she's, yeah. doesn't sound pleasant. She's got like migraines and uh-huh. sounds and. She has sounds. Televisions bother her. Oh, Sorry. man. I think televisions, anything like moving, like moving backgrounds. I don't know. Hmm. Sounds it like seems... the job for Mulder and Scully. I'm going to talk about the X-Files later. Okay. But it seems like some kind of like alien thing. Yeah. And Adara doesn't feel well either tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's just us. Yeah. So our theme is catching up with Bobby and Emily. Yep. And we are like so healthy. We're going to bring so much energy to tonight's show <laughs> because we because I, I have a whole new lease on life. I mean, I could be... You know, as sick as Jennifer and Adara, but but I'm not. And that made me, gave me that extra bit of... Gave you some perspective. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Helped me to appreciate my health. Yeah. You know, and use it to the fullest. Yeah. Which is what I plan on doing for the next, um, yeah, 58 58 minutes. minutes. You heard it. I'm not going to jinx her because I really need a co-host. I need someone to talk to <laughs> for the next 58 minutes. So yeah, all you Jinx lovers out there. All right. Shall we play a song before we yes. get into it? Oh, are we going to, was there a name for like a theme for tonight's yeah, show? I did say it was catching, catching yeah. up with Bobby and Emily. Oh, you didn't say it. The I way, said it like yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. Catching up with Bobby and Emily. Yeah. What have we been up to? Stuff and things. And you're going to find out what those those things and stuffs are <laughs> after this song break yeah didn't mean to leave you hanging but don't worry it'll be worth it especially with the song that emily chose we'll see to grace your ears with Ugh. okay it's um <laughs> suburban wonderland by airs 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 how do you spell that that would be h-e-i-r-s oh airs airs okay, okay. here we go So, this day is Monday. This day is let's Monday. Let's just start. Let's start from the beginning. This day okay. is Monday. All you calendar buffs out there, <laughs> this is for for all of you. I think we can all agree. Monday is as today. we are recording this. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you listen to this later, 
it might not be Monday. It might not. No. So don't go emailing us. Telling you, <laughs> like, hey, it's not Monday. It's Tuesday. We don't want to hear yeah. that. Speaking of which, if you hear us later, you might be listening to us on iTunes, which we are on. That is correct, sir. Yeah. And you can review us. You can. Only good reviews, though. We can't tell them that. Review what your heart tells you. Especially, give us as many stars as your heart is telling you to yeah. give us. If you hate us, just yell it into an Ellie. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> go ahead, Emily. But also leave us a review. Um, where was I going with this? Ah, yes. Today is Monday, mm-hmm. the day that we have a radio show. And the theme that Bobby and I chose was catching up with Bobby and Emily. And I wanted to discuss for a moment the way it makes me feel when somebody says, oh, my goodness, how are you doing? What have you been up to? Uh, I feel just even saying those words like I feel panicked because I do not. I it, I don't remember anything that I've done. Mm-hmm. I only remember the boring, lazy parts of my life. Like I laid on the couch and watched cartoons with my kids. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That's really the only thing I can think of. But I do other things. That's not the only thing I do. Oh, yeah. You have an exciting life. I mean, I guess. Oh, one thing that I've been doing is listening to a couple podcasts that Jennifer and Adara had recommended to me. Um, There was Dr. Death and Dirty John, and they are crazy. I just really blew through those. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. but anyway, so yeah, that's mostly just how I feel when someone asks me what I've been up to. I don't know. I don't know what I've been up to. I, I tend to get very existential when people are like, how are you doing? And I feel like I don't know how to answer it other than like stepping back a hundred miles and then looking at my entire life as a mosaic and then trying to explain to them <laughs> how I have arrived at the place that I've arrived at. And I feel like they don't want to know any of that. And why you feel the way you do. They just, ultimately, if they're like, how are you doing? They just want to know how the weather is affecting you. I don't think, honestly, I'm going to break this down. Okay, please. I think it's a cultural thing Uh in, I'm going to say in the United States of America, North America. Yes, yes. mm -hmm. Our portion of North America. Yeah. Where people say, how are you doing? And then the person responds, I'm fine. Oh, I'm good. Everything's good. Those, the per- first of all, I don't think the person really wants to know 100% of the time. So you're, you're saying this and is. And second of all, they're looking for the answer good or they don't care. And the person answering good is maybe lying. So what you're telling me is this is a meaningless exchange. Yes. It's like uh, I don't think redundant. It, has... it doesn't even need to happen. No, but because of our culture, like yeah. it's just like the cultural thing. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good too. That's, That's great. great. Yeah. The end. The end. Yeah. We've said words to each other. Yes. Uh. Right. So, what do you? What, what would you propose? No, uh, I'm not saying we should change it. I'm just saying it's just a weird. If you could thing. change it, if you had the power, the the cultural powers that be mm-hmm. were like Emily. What do you what would you like to change this meaningless display? What would you like to change it to? It depends on the day. Okay. What if it's a Monday? I would say I don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> Except for you beautiful people listening to me right now. <laughs> if they're like, How are you doing? You can be like, tune in tonight and find out. <laughs> yeah, basically. Okay. All right. I don't know. I'd say something more specific, like, um, 
like maybe, what is your yeah. favorite color? Like maybe a little more thought being put into yeah. it. Like like trying to remember things about that person. So when you see them again, you're like, oh, last time I saw you, you got a new puppy. I think how, you found it. Yeah. You know, how is that going? Yeah. Oh, it's not going so well because yes. it's ripping everything apart. You should be you should be expected to remember something about the person. One thing. One thing that you then remind them of. Like, yes. I remember last time you got a new car. How's that Ford working out for you? Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's great. It's the best vehicle I've ever owned. And then and then you can catch up. I feel right. like, yeah. Yeah. You should. That would be yeah, my replacement. Should, I appreciate that. But I think it's kind of interesting because sometimes I think as like, I don't know, like a group of people in the country we live in, like uh-huh. there's not a lot of like cultural things that span like all the people in the country. But that's one of them. It yeah. seems like. Yes. For the most part. Yeah. I find that interesting. How are you doing? Yeah. Especially like customer service and stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other That's subject. Exhausting. <laughs> Next All time. All you people out there who are in the customer service. Uh, yeah, just I, I'm just... not even going to finish that sentence. You just <laughs> keep doing You're it. You're the real heroes. It's true. You are. I take my hat off to you. I literally have done that. And I take my glasses off. <laughs> and now I can't see anything. <laughs> I won't take my shoes off because no. I feel like that would be ag- against that um, display of you know appreciation that Let's we just made. Stop there. Okay. All right. Anyways. Uh, so yeah. Hopefully, we gave you a little something to think about, and we're gonna give you some more things to think about. Maybe things you didn't want to think about. <laughs> we're going there in the next. In the next uh, one hour minus 13 minutes. That's how whatever, whatever that many is. minutes that is. You mathematician bu- buffs out there. That one's for you. You mathies. <laughs> so we're going to play a song. Um, It's called Orange Sky and it's by Alexi Murdoch. Enjoy. Well, it's that time of the evening when we thank an underwriter. And Locals Guide is proud to be an underwriter of KSKQ. Locals Guide is committed to community building through the creation of positive media. They offer a monthly magazine, mobile travel guides, and visitor information kiosks, which offer timely and accurate local information to people just like you all around the world. KSKQ thanks Locals Guide and listeners like you for supporting community radio. Does your yep. tongue ever just feel like it is too big for your mouth and you're like, whoa, 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 I can't. Is that a medical thing? Because. <laughs> yeah, I think it might be. And I'm not allergic to anything. It just feels like it's just not fitting the way it used to. <laughs> <sighs> We are all falling apart, my friends. It's okay, though. Yeah. I mean, there's some people who feel really great out there. Oh, yeah. If you're one of those people, I am so happy and jealous (laughs) of you and for you. Well, I mean, you know, uh, (laughs) everybody, they they say that, you know, you have a bad case of the Mondays Mm -hmm. when you're not really feeling all that great. 
I've heard that. On a Monday. <laughs> I've heard that. Um, and then Tuesdays, they're like, oh, got a bad case of the Mondays. <laughs> and that's, what? you know, it's because it's like, it's ironic because it's not, I don't know oh. if that's irony. Is that irony? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, what's her name really messed me up? Um, Alanis Morissette. <laughs> yeah, she was just saying everything was ironic. Because, uh, you know, I was kind of a, I was kind of a child when she came out with that song. And I thought, you know, I mean. People in those kinds of positions are kind of a you know, especially like language positions, you know, when you're writing lyrics for a song. I mean, there's people who are listening who are very impressionable, like little kids, you know. Yeah. And so I, w I took that as gospel, like what she was describing <laughs> as ironic. So, I mean, I've got, I went years before I realized that like 10,000 spoons, when you have 10,000 spoons and all you need is a knife. Before I realized that's not irony. It's sad. <laughs> that is sad. I blame the school system. So, Bobby. Yeah. We're catching up <laughs> yes. with the listeners. Yes, we are. What have you been watching? I'm going to keep emphasizing everything I say. <laughs> I am not. This is the end of that. Uh, what I've been watching lately. Well, you know, uh, I've kind of uh, revived... Uh, my interest in the X Files. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I've been doing that. I've been watching a lot of X Files. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm sorry, you X File. Uh, you know, buffs, you X File buffs out there. I'm sorry, but there are some episodes that I skip because I think they're too scary. I know, <laughs> I know, it's it's lame. I agree. I agree because you're like this. You're missing important, you know, details. It all fits together like a puzzle piece, and by the very end, it will all make sense. I'm, you know, so I. But I am skipping some episodes. I watched some of them as a kid, so. But I don't really, you know, I'm, this is. I have no, con, you know, no idea of what you know <laughs> is going on in the show, mm. other than what I'm now retaining as an adult as i'm watching it um but i all i have to say is i'm loving the uh Mulder and scully uh dynamic Will they won't they should they <laughs> shouldn't they yeah, exactly they're uh Do they don't they yeah they're just very strange people they are and and i think that is they were casted perfectly mm -hmm. but would it would it surprise you to know that they didn't get along for much of the filming of that show. It doesn't surprise me. Really? They don't <laughs> seem... <laughs> like BFFs? No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I read in an article online that it wasn't until, uh, like, a, they revived the show mm -hmm. uh, sometime in, like, like, 2000... They did like a few like a show revivals. Ago, right? Yeah, a few a few years ago. Like that's when they really were like like we're really good friends now. But huh. we were kind of we weren't really like I wonder we, why. We didn't really see eye to eye through most of the filming of the show. <gasps> did yeah. they say why they didn't like each other? Uh, they might have just not clicked. Yeah. That would be rough. But I think that's what the appeal is, is because I mean they don't seem like people in the show that would really click with each other. That's true. They obviously have been put together. By the mm -hmm. FBI. Right. You know. They're not known for making good matches. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. Exactly. If there's anything we can say about the FBI <laughs> to that. They can't. 
Yeah. There's no like They're not good matchmakers. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they they you know, and much it, it their life, their real life paralleled what was going on in the show. I mean, they start did started a show in the early nineties where they were put together, mm-hmm. you know, casted. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, I think that's why it was so real realistic, their strange dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um oh and um the writer for the X-Files he was super um inspired by someone who had won uh like a Nobel Peace Prize and this particular person who won this Nobel that won the Nobel Peace Prize um he like did a um the writer of the X-Files won a Nobel no, Peace Prize No he knew some he he, oh. he had known of someone who had won the Nobel Peace Prize. And I was gonna say they just handed those things out to everybody. <laughs> and then the and then this particular person who won the prize, he had done um uh as part of what you know the reason that he won. I don't know if this is like the only reason, but it's pretty interesting. He had done a survey and there were like um like millions of people out there who had, you know claim to have been abducted by aliens and <laughs> that's all it takes folks get your make up a survey <laughs> no he really did it and a lot of no pe- i do i believe that he did that and and a lot of people i'm just confused about what qualifies a person to win a nobel peace prize yeah and a lot of people were like i would like to see what that's all about like what would what that would look like on television someone being abducted by an alien and then the X-Files was born. They were like, let us show you. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah, the X-Files. Um, If there are no bad words in Alanis Morissette's song. I don't think there are. I think we should play that song. Okay. I'll, I I think I have that in my, one of my workout mix. Because I feel like we need to let Alanis Morissette tell us what she thinks ironic means. Oh, Yeah. She should. Um, and what uh, is there any are there any shows that you oh, we're still, to watch? Okay. Yeah, we could. I would yes. like to hear about shows that you're into, Emily. I have been watching a show called Undercover High. And it is about actually, I don't know that that's what it's called. Um, it's on Hulu. It's on A&E. And it's about adults who dress up like kids and they go back to high school and they infiltrate the school and they're going to try to tell the school what they can do better and like help some teenagers and it's uncomfortable and really nice and just like kind of gives you more um perspective mm-hmm. and like more empathy for what kids are dealing with nowadays cuz it's crazy like yeah. it hasn't been you know it's been a while since i've been in high school <laughs> But not so long. Yeah. But like it has changed substantially. It's a different time. It's a different different time. time. So. Yeah. That's what I've been watching. Yeah. Totally different. Um, Okay. So uh, we have, uh, for those of you who maybe are a little fuzzy about what irony is, um, this should, you know, make things even worse for you. Uh, (laughs) Make it even fuzzier. Make it more confusing. Um, but she does it in such a beautiful way. Oh, yeah. Great voice. Great voice. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a, a song by Alanis Morissette. I think you can guess what the title is. 
I've I've Googled irony because yeah. we felt we should do that. Yeah, we need to put this to rest. We do. Okay, so the definition of irony is a state of affairs or an event that seems deliberately contrary to what one expects and is often amusing as a result. <gasps> so could it be? Yes. That Alanis Morissette was did know what she was talking about. I believe she did, sir. Wow. You can also use it as an adjective, which is surprising. Nice. You could be like in what way? the man in the irony mask. And they're like, you mean the iron mask? No, it wasn't made out of iron. It was just irony. <laughs> it's true. You can use it like that. Wow. Also, a little play on words. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to save that. <laughs> I might use it. <sighs> yep. <laughs> so. So. Um, oh, uh, I really want to talk about another show that we're watching. You know, Emily, sometimes there are shows that Emily, we are married. We are a married couple. Oh, yeah. Did you not know that? We're married. If you if you couldn't already pick that up, if you didn't pick that up, you know, just from like our sheer chemistry. And finishing each other's sentence and also me interrupting Emily so much mm-hmm. and her not having any problem with that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, we we like. That's you, what marriage is all about. Yeah, It's like your spouse interrupting you and you being OK with that. They'll sometimes. tell you it's about love, but uh, it's more about just putting up with a lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we are. We are a married couple. And although we are married, we don't like. Every show that I like, she doesn't, you know, she's not all over that show, you know. Sometimes I have been known to watch a Clint Eastwood, Eastwood movie or two without Emily. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Um, but there is a show recently that we have started watching together. I feel like it's really uh, brought us closer together as husband and wife. Yeah, it's really like, really just solidified our our family unit. Our family bond. Yeah. Yeah, and that show is, do you want to do the honors? Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. Yes, 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 yes. Starring. Um, What's her name? I forget, oh. I forget her name. She's, Ooh, she's a big deal. She's yeah, a big she deal a big in the deal. 90s. Why is it so difficult to okay. remember her? I, I'm gonna it doesn't out. really matter. Let me see. It does. She's um, the star. Yeah, her name's Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour. Goodness. Yes. How could we forget? Yeah. She was in Somewhere in Time. Yes. She played uh the lady? Yeah, the love interest. Part? <laughs> yes. She played the uh yeah, female. The part of the woman? Part of the woman. Which she normally does. Yeah. Um especially in this show, Dr. Quinn I've Medicine. I've never woman. seen her play any other <laughs> yes. gender role. That although that would be interesting. That would be interesting. It would be a real what? challenge for her acting chops. It I would. Feel like she, I feel like what I have witnessed on Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, she would be up to the challenge. Yes. She would. Um, so yeah, she like basically, I mean, if you don't know what it's about, you, I guess you can like look up just the intro song, which it basically describes what's happening. Oh but, yeah. She tells you everything. Yeah. She narrates like her whole story. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Emily will. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring that up while you. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a very, uh, it's a very heartwarming show. Um, there's a family that she ends up adopting. Um, and so she's kind of like playing, you know, this like uh, this like adopted mother to these these kids. Yeah, which she really just she does a good job. And then there. Oh, and then there's like a 
Yeah, there's a... Okay. Oh, you got it. I got it. Oh, okay. Let's, um... um yeah, I don't really think I need to tell you anymore. I think the best thing would be is for you to listen to it. All right. Y'all ready for this? Okay. Oh, no. This isn't the one where she talks. Oh, it's okay. It's a really pretty intro. Um, basically, she used to work in, um, where is it, Emily? Boston. Boston. She was, you know, a doctor in Boston. So she had gone through all the training. But like in the 1800s, yeah. women weren't doctors back no, then. No, they weren't. They, they She's weren't. She's got a like. She had to, and she, she uh, basically got hired by a town by this like. Oh, old, I was under the impression she just went out there. No, she got hired. Oh. She got hired, but they. Oh, that's right. They thought it was a she misunderstanding. was a. They thought she was a man doctor. And so they were, like, really excited for their new male doctor. And when she showed up, they were like, wait a minute, dress, long, flowy hair. You're a woman. Yeah. Um, you know, and so they uh, they didn't like that. And because the barber, I mean, who was, like, doing all kinds of ancient. Yeah, the doctor barber. Yeah, the doctor barber. like, bloodletting. Leech and just stuff like... and. Just yeah. a lot of like blood stuff. Drink, drinking whiskey, making people drink yeah, whiskey. Yeah, getting them drunk. Yeah. Oh, um, teeth pulling. Teeth just, like, pulling. Pulling people's teeth out. Yeah, so, to solve their like heart murmurs and stuff. <laughs> so you know, she came in and she was like, "You need to do this, and you need to make sure you have a clean facility where everybody is like treated, and you know, th- and quarantine people when they're having going through flu symptoms." And they're like, "You're crazy." Well, guess what? She's not crazy, and she basically. We're only like four episodes in, and she has saved everybody's life Everyone in the town. Everyone in that town, yeah, Everybody. at least once, at least once. Yeah. So, I mean, it it can only the show can only get better. Yeah. After that, I mean, it started like at a hundred. So, <laughs> anyways, it's a really great show. Yeah, out yeah. in the old west too. So it's not just like medical conditions that will kill you. It's bears. That's the only other thing. Ri- oh, uh, rivers. Trying to cross yeah, the river. Rivers. Yeah. Things you don't think about mm-hmm. now. Yeah. It did cause me to do a little research into who the first um, female doctor was in America. All right. Let's hear it, Emily. And it was kind of interesting. Um, actually, I found it very interesting. It's Her name was Elizabeth Blackwell. And she was the first woman to graduate from medical school in the United States and is often thought of as America's first woman doctor. Um, there are like other women who practiced forms of medicine, but she's the first one that like got her degree. Wow. Um, yeah. So I'm not gonna go into all of it. She had a really interesting life and actually became a doctor later in life, um, which I also found inspiring because mm. you know, not a lot of people just anyone not dependent on gender can like switch up a career later in life or midlife and be like i'm a doctor now and if i remember like um some of the early field trips in my elementary and middle school uh doctors were usually like one of the professions where they because you know the people at the museum or teachers Mm -hmm. they love doing this to you because they're like you may think that a doctor was like a really great 
you know, profession back then, but it was not glorified at all. And it didn't pay very much. And usually it was like, you know, so it was like one of those things where you're like, mm-hmm. what doctor? She must have been loaded. Mm-hmm. She must have had so much, you know, such a nice yeah, homestead. But no, she didn't. It would have been tough. Yeah. She had to like uh, work her way to get money for tuition because her family like fell up on hard financial times. So she really like was a self-made woman in every sense of the word. It's beautiful. Term. It so. gives me like a like a whole new appreciation for Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's a great show. It is a good show. Oh, and then she has a love interest solely. He's he is like kind a kind of a little bit of a creep now yeah. that we're watching it back. We're like I guess mm, he's he, a little weird. He was like raised with the local Native American tribe. That's not why he's a creep. Though. No, no. I'm not saying that's why he's a creep. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just saying that's kind of like Your what explanation came in no, right I'm after sorry. I said that. But he's he's just like I think that's he, basically what's yeah. making him interesting so he know he has all the tricks like he knows all the tricks of like you know healing people with like nature and like he throws a mean hatchet and yeah he wears like lots of leather he has a dog that they keep saying is a wolf but it is it's like a absolutely not a wolf <laughs> it's like a, like one of those you know really expensive dogs yeah so yeah. i mean for all of its good parts there's a couple mm-hmm. and the reason i say let me just clarify why i said he's kind of a creep please tell us why Sully is a creep he i just find i see him like leering at <laughs> dr quinn he does a lot of leering frequently yeah and i guess we're all supposed to just be like oh all right he loves her he's in love with her <laughs> Well, and then he also offers her, he had previously, his wife had died giving birth. And so he had a, a wife That's and, true. and like for, you know, very short time, like a little kid. Mm-hmm. And then he, so then he had this empty homestead and he was like, Dr. Quinn, you need a place to live. Why don't you live in this homestead? I don't live here anymore. I live in the forest, so I don't need it. And then or so, so we think, but then he also is always hanging. So it's like, he's always hanging out. Yeah. At the homestead. So it's like, this is kind the only hook. Move. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can live in my house, but I get to come over whenever I want and, like, mm. eat, eat your food and stuff. I don't like that kind of hook. Yeah. But anyway. Well. It has a lot of good good parts. Has mm-hmm. some weird parts. Yeah. It's, it's. Like any show. Yeah. Yeah. So All you right. can be the judge of that. I mean, you can watch it if you'd like. Um, in the meantime, enjoy this uh, hit by Huey Lewis and his news, Do You Believe in Love? Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what else? In catching up with Emily and Bobby. Yes. What else is there to share? Um, I saw something interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the internet. You have me at the edge of my about seat. About Henry the Eighth. He had people who helped him in the bathroom, and they were called Groom of the Stool. Groom of the Stool. Yes, and they were very highly regarded, and he knighted all of them. Oh, because, you know, back then, I mean, there was probably a real fear of being, like, assassinated or your your throne being usurped. Yes. By throne, I mean actual throne, not the throne in the... You know, yeah, we know which throne you speak. Yeah. Of. Okay, yeah. Um, so yes, and you're you're in your most vulnerable. I mean, yeah. we all can relate and to that. And one of them, one of these uh, grooms, 
was also like head of the treasury. What? So he was like, he's like, I have my hand in in the, in the money, in pot? the money, yeah, and in the honey pot. Oh, I'm sorry, I had to, I had to. Yikes. Okay. Um, I'll give you five dollars. And then that. another thing that was interesting. I don't I'm know why all this bathroom stuff is so interesting. Can I just say I'm still very proud of that thing that I said just, That's a, fine. just a moment Go ahead. ago. Go ahead. You want to say it again? No, nah, it's all right. Okay. Um, is that in Versailles, there were royal people and one woman in particular whose name I forgot. And I just, I don't feel like ha I have the capability of Googling it fast enough. Uh, but she would just wander around. She just used the bathroom while she was wandering. What? And they said a lot of people were like, Versailles... It's stinky. It's a stinky palace because all the royal people were just going, going wherever they wanted. That doesn't seem right. They were very backwards. Yeah, I can see that. It seemed. Yeah. At least in that department. Well, you know, if you're royalty and you don't really have anyone to answer to and you can say like, I guess, I mean, you can say like off with your head if someone's like, you know, telling Ugh. you something like, yeah. hey, well, that's probably maybe that's part of why all the people turned on them. They're like, we're tired of picking up after you <laughs> down the hallway. Yeah. Use a bathroom, lady. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. The history of bathrooms is so fascinating. Isn't it, though? Yeah. The business uh, of your business. <laughs> it's complicated. I mean, and... <laughs> and it ain't always pretty. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Oh, we take dear. so much for granted. We do, we do. Yeah. Um, is there? Uh, do you have anything else, Emily? I also stumbled across an article. Uh, twenty-four things you should never Google. Oh yes. I don't know that I'm gonna. Is Google a part of that list? It was. Uh, yeah, like a joke. One. Sounds dumb. Yeah. Sounds... If you, oh, if don't you Google, Google, yeah. you'll break Google. Yeah. Okay, so one of them is the Huntsman spider. Oh, it horrible. is huge. Uh, the other one is something called or a group of people called Snape Wives. And it's a subculture of Harry Potter super fans that believe they are married to Professor Severus Snape on a supernatural astral plane. Whoa. So I actually that sounds like something I should Google and yeah. I will Google after the show. Um, you know, I just like to say something. Yes. The fascinating thing about the world we live in today mm -hmm. is that if you can believe it or if you can imagine it, mm -hmm. it's a thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you can, if if the mind can but <laughs> can but collect the words. Yes. And then string them together. Mm -hmm. Then it is a thing that exists. Right. And that's interesting to me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not I'm not saying it's appealing to me. It's just interesting. It's a. I mean, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. Uh, bot fly removal. It's definitely something you, Bobby, shouldn't Google. Okay. Um, Ugh. it's when people are removing a parasitic maggot from underneath the skin. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's some Hopefully more Hopefully some of you aren't sitting down to eat your dinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, if, well, if you are, the best rule for listening to dream infringement is wait 30 minutes, just like the pool. Wait 30 minutes. Ooh, bed bugs. Yeah. It sounds like a lot of just gross things, I would think. Yeah. Don't Google gross things. Don't Google gross things. Don't Google anything that you shouldn't be Googling. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, those are my tips for you. For I mean, you could Google gross things. Like, what's gross? You know, like what's Whoa. gross to me isn't gross. One thing to that's other really great to Google. Okay, let's look on the other side of the coin. Is um, people carrying other people on gurneys? Oh, if you have seen that video that you can find on YouTube of people it of people carrying people on gurneys, like carrying them off of soccer fields or like sports events, um, even carrying them like into those doors at the hospital. It it doesn't seem like it would be that complicated, but it is so disturbing how difficult people, these people in this these series of videos make it seem like it's just like something is missing mm. in their hand-eye coordination to be able to safely carry someone on a gurney who is hurt and it's it, it's pretty funny so that's what this has come to is me recommending videos on youtube that will make you laugh <laughs> um so uh what i want to do though is i'd like to play a song i think we should should we just say goodbye? Should we say our goodbyes now? We could say our goodbyes now. Let's just do it. Okay, well, we're just really glad that you joined us. Um, although 50% of Dream Infringement, they are missing. They will be back. I can assure you of this. And better than ever, we're going to have... We One have a, would hope. We have a theme that is like three weeks in the making. We've all been just like really champing at the bit to get this out to the public um, it's going to be good. It's going to have all the bells and whistles, some singing, some dancing, maybe not dancing because this is like a an audio medium. I might dance in the studio. I don't care if anyone's watching or not, but it's going to be a good one. Um, so you can tune in next Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. on this station that you love the most, community radio station, uh, KSKQ, <laughs> 89.5 in Ashland, Oregon, and... 94.1 in Medford, Oregon. Yeah. On the FM frequency. Stick around if you want to hear some sweet tunes. Yes. Of world music. Yes, with Marco. Yes. And uh, you can also look us up on Facebook and Instagram because oh, yes, we have correct. so many great videos that we've we made. We do. And don't just like look at the last couple weeks because if you've been listening oh, to us, you know we're not on our game right now. Yeah. But if you scroll back, scroll back away. Scroll back. Scroll back. There's, when we were all fresh. There's some real cinematography that, that's oh, going yeah. on there that you can really some real enjoy. Some real beautiful stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. And all I can really leave you with is that I love you. And, um, and so I, uh, I do. Um, maybe not the other co-hosts, but. I think I it's safe to say I like you. Yeah. Yeah. But I love you. So know that. So here's the song. Um, here's a song by Stars a band from Canada, uh, with a song called My Favorite Book. Enjoy. Good night, everyone. I was always late. You never afraid.